All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have one of the regular brothers in arms. We have Avery Connors not with us today. Um, he has taken the week off, but we have a very special guest, one of the OGs of the I Can't Deal With This podcast, one of the first, the, the OG hosts of the I Can't Deal With This podcast, Mr. Gabe, a.k.a. Buddy Hoff. How you doing, my man? Doing good, man. Can't complain. How does it feel to be back on the I Can't Deal With This podcast, the thing that you helped start? I bet it's surreal. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, nostalgic. Like, I don't know, like... You were in, in front of that microphone for so long. <laughs> yeah, dude, like... He, it, he was here, he was on the, like, he was on the podcast for probably about eight to ten months. Like, he, he was here for wow. a while. He was here, so Adam left in probably about... March or February, and then you you stuck with it until like June, and was it then like you, buddy, and Ben. Yeah, that's yeah. when it was me, buddy, and Ben. And then in in June, Ben was like, "All right, I think my time's run its course." Gabe, we all knew that he was going to be like do, going through a lot of stuff, especially junior year of college. It's probably one of your hardest years yeah. ever. Um, so he he was like, "I think that I it's run my course." Runs course two, I mean, and fair. so um, I, I didn't honestly think about bringing it back until me and you, Avery, talked about it one day, and then Connor originally was supposed to be like this, like just guest speaker, just like, like we would talk to him every once in a while, like and then normal. Next thing you know, he he was part of it. But um, I gl- I'm glad that you are back on the podcast. Um, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, I've been man. trying to get you on the podcast for a while. You're busy man. But, <laughs> Mr. Buddy, you are um, Mr. Mr. Buddy. <laughs> that didn't sound right. <laughs> Mr. Gabe, Mr. Hoff, Mr. Buddy. Um, you are a resident NBA expert. So, right now, right now, we have four teams left. Right now, it's uh, the Clippers are down 2-3 to three against the Suns yeah. um, in that series. And it is tied 2-2. Hawks versus Bucks. Mm-hmm. So, if you had to tell me right now, you have a hundred dollars, life's on the line, bullet up to your head, gun up to your head. Who do you have winning the finals right now? Who do I have winning the finals right now? I'm gonna go with who everybody probably thinks. I'm going with the Suns. Yeah, because like they're the healthiest team right now, and you know, in every series, like the rest of the way. They're going to have at least two of the top three players in the series. Yeah. And I think Monty Williams is a great coach. Uh, Ty Lue's good, and Ty Lue can make adjustments, but Monty Williams, I think he's going to pull it out. And they're going to win. I think it's going to seven games, but I think they got this against the Clippers. They and play then, tonight. Yeah, they, they do. Tonight. Yeah, in L.A. My bad, I didn't mean to interrupt. But. Are you good? Yeah, and then I think they're just better than the Hawks, and then – you don't know about Giannis, so with that hyperextended knee that, yeah, that that happened last night, actually. Yeah, Woj yeah. actually reported that uh, there's no structural damage, and which he is might good, be good. But I mean, it's one of those things with all injuries. I mean, we've seen it time and time again, especially in this playoff with Trey Young being out for Game Four. You had um, Kyrie that went down in the first round. Um, yeah. You, You've had time and time again. Um, Joel Embiid was out for a little while. Like 
It was just one of those things where we've seen time and time again these big-name stars, even in the regular season, but in the playoffs as well, which they're going down because of uh, high ankle sprains or something like that. Do y'all think that it's because of the short offseason? Do you think that it's because – um, the NBA All-Star break was a little bit shorter. I know that LeBron was complaining about that. That's why he said that like all these injuries are happening. You could I feel like it's an easy scapegoat to say that is because of the short offseason and partially it is, but most of these are just freak accidents like Kyrie landing on someone's foot and spraining his ankle. That could have happened even with a normal offseason or Giannis's foot thing or knee thing like now, Jamal Murray tearing his ACL, like, yeah, that could be from short offseason and not enough time to train and relax, but you can't control freak accidents and injuries, and they just happen regardless. Like, even during the NFL lockout, there was a season where everybody, like, set a record for torn ACLs or something. Yeah. So it's like things are going to happen. Yeah, I, I agree. I I think that, yes, it did have a part to play, but like like you said, I think it was just a lot of freak accidents. And I think that – you know, it's causing people to say, like, this year is going to have an asterisk, which you could say that, I guess, because, I mean. Two straight let, asterisk years. Yeah, I mean, because let's be real, like, the the Hawks, if the Hawks win the finals, it's going to be like, eh, I mean. But I, I do think that, you know, these injuries are just a lot of freak accidents. Yeah. I. So here's the thing, is that I think – I'm not a big man of coincidence or luck. And so, if it happens one time, two times, three times, and obviously injuries are going to happen no matter what sports you're playing, no matter when it is. Um, But at a certain point, you have to look at things and be like, this is an abnormally large amount of injuries. Like, you look at during the regular season. You, the top three candidates were Joel Embiid, KD, and Jokic for a little while. And then Joel Embiid went down. Then KD went down. And so you've seen time and time again these big-name stars. Anthony Davis went down. Um, you had Jamal Murray, which I just talked about, tore his ACL, which was a key part of that Nuggets team. Um, you had Donovan Mitchell, which was out for a few games. Like, you've seen time... Chris Paul got COVID somehow. Yeah. Um, D-Book broke, broke his, his face. face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bro, that nose was bro, that's nasty, crazy. bro. Pat Bev's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think if we're going like the new Dennis Rodman certi- certifiably insane player in the NBA, I think I'm going Patrick Beverly, like, bro. Yeah, the biggest too. dickhead in the NBA. Not even, like, biggest dickhead because he definitely is. But, like, <laughs> like we should get – like, he should be borderline in a mental institution yeah, he, right now. Russell Westbrook said he doesn't really do nothing. He just runs around and hits people. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he's the type of player that, like, you love him on your team. But, like, You'd if you go – yeah, like, if you play against him, you, you know you're going to be getting hit, like, the whole time. Yeah. Did you see uh, Chris Paul's super flop on that that <laughs> screen that was set? Where he like went up for like a jump shot and Pat Bev fought through the screen and Chris Paul like flew back and like yeah. Pat Bev was like mocking him like oh yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah he's <laughs> it's just funny yeah so I I just realized that I went through all those names and didn't even finish my my point it's okay um, it was great though so 
the idea is is that like I don't believe in coincidences that much, and so like one time happens, a couple times happen, it's okay. But when it's such mass volumes of injuries that are happening, I think that it has to be contributed. It, it has to be caused by something. Um, and I'm gonna have a different outlook than maybe other people are having. I'm gonna say that it's not necessarily the off the short off season, which it very well could be. But I'm actually with LeBron in saying that it's because of the short all-star break. I mean, you go from playing, what is it, 30, 35, 40 games, and then, but the thing that you're looking forward to is a week off, five days, whatever it is, off for the all-star break, and then you finish out the rest of the season. Whereas the all-star break was literally what? A A day? Two days? It wasn't a full. It wasn't the full time. Yeah, it was like three days, I think. Yeah. But either way, that's two less days of rest that you could be getting. Yeah. And like, I know that like the All Star Game, like the big names are playing in the All Star Game, but we all know that like they're not really trying that hard in the All Star Game, except, except Russell Giannis. Westbrook and Giannis. And Giannis, yes. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So I was thinking about this today when I was looking at. The Bucks to hyperextended knee with Giannis, uh, Trey Young, who was out for Game Four, but yet somehow the Hawks were able to tie it up and beat them by like 22, 22 24, yeah. yeah, something like that. It was my fault. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, it was like a ten point game before Giannis got hurt, and then it just yeah. the floodgates it, opened. It just, yeah. it they just were hitting spiraled. every three. Yeah, Clint Capella hit like a Larry Bird, Kobe <laughs> behind a backboard fadeaway. It, yeah, yeah, that like, was wild. Nothing was. Clint. Yeah, dude, everything was falling for them and nothing was falling for for Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. And w- once like you see a player like that hit a shot like that, like you know the game is over. Just like, like, yeah, whatever. Let's get out of here. You let's just go, know the game is over. Let's go back to the M. Yeah. So, my my question to you is, I was thinking about all this stuff. Who do you think it in the with these four teams left? Who do you think is the most important to their respective team? So, you got Giannis, arguably with the Bucks. You got Chris Middleton, who could be the Batman of this situation, mm. which, which we'll talk about in a second. <laughs> um, but you also got Trey Young with the Hawks. So, like, who is the most important person still in this playoffs that is the most important still to their team? And I'm going to have a hot take, but I'm going to let y'all go first. Uh, I think Giannis is. I think that train doesn't move without Giannis. Yeah. Because... You take him away, you don't have that threat of someone take two steps, get in the paint, and everyone collapses. He From kicks it court. out, and that's pretty much their offense. And when he's not on the floor, like they can just play three perimeter defense because Brooke Lopez ain't in his prime. And, and the, the one thing that you're you're 100% right about is that when he's crashing the boards and when he's going in the paint and his defense people have to crash and like try to defend them yeah and so he's able to just kick it out yeah. to one of the perimeter guys and they're able to make an easy jump shot um whereas like the other guys don't i, I completely understand where you're yeah. coming from i'm gonna have a different take well, but that I'll, I'll explain and on the defensive side of the ball like he can guard every position yeah and, yeah he is so long, like, you can't get away with those crazy passes to, like, Bogdan and Gallinari because he's just swiping. Yeah. And I don't know. I think he's just freakishly so freaking long arm. Just big, dude. Like, he's just a pain in the butt to play against, I bet. And if he's not airballing shots, then he's a threat. I think without him, <laughs> Milwaukee's dead. Bro, yeah. The, that free, his free throw game 
is one Atrocious. of the worst that I remember. Yeah. Like, people always <laughs> counting. But it's like, one, two. And Bro. And they get up to like, 10, 11, 12. He, he airballed like three free throws. Yeah. And airballed a three in the first quarter. That's tough. And then when he got it going, he about broke his leg. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever hyperextended your leg? No. One of the – it was either my junior or senior year of high school or of college. I was playing intramural ball. And I, like, tried to stop my left leg on a dime because mm-hmm. I was trying to, like, juke somebody out. And my knee went in. And so, I thought I tore mm, my ACL. Your knee For real. No. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was – I hurt so bad. Like, I, I remember, like – on the ground rolling and it was one of those things where i don't have like i'm not when i'm in pain i'm just doing things like don't tell me what to do we'll we'll figure that out in yeah. a second but i like was holding my knee and it was against the ground and they're like roll over and so i rolled over and then rolled back on my <laughs> knee and, and they're like no you idiot like you're supposed to be facing up but Hyperextensions, they suck. But, Gabe, we heard Avery's. His is the honest. Mm-hmm. What about yours? I'm going to go with Paul George. Okay. Because, I mean, other, I mean, yes, Reggie Jackson is good. The Clippers as a whole. I, I honestly think that with Kawhi top to bottom, the Clippers had the most talented team in the NBA. You know, from top to bottom, their bench and everything. But now that Kawhi's not there – you know, Reggie Jackson's good, but Paul George is is the main guy. And if Paul George doesn't play well, then, you know, the rest of the team is going to go as he goes. And they got off to a good start the last game, even though he was starting off pretty slow. But I think that was in Ty Lue's game plan. But if, if Paul George doesn't play well, then they're done because, yeah. you know, if Paul George isn't playing well, then his teammates, they're going to have to step up, which I just don't. I just don't trust the Clippers bench enough to be able to fill the void if Paul George isn't playing well. So I think Paul George has to play well for the rest of this series and for for however longer Kawhi is out for them to even have a chance to win. So, so fun fact, I'm sticking with your team. I'm sticking with the Clippers, but I'm going to pick another person on that team, and that is Ty Lue. Um I think that I know that it was it's not a player it's a coach but um I wasn't expecting that. I think that he has become arguably in my opinion top 3 coaches in the NBA. Um and so there's no way that you and don't get me wrong he took over a good system in Cleveland and so it's like okay you win one with Cleveland Cleveland, like, okay, that's a fluke. But when you go into the Clippers organization, and I know that they had a good foundation to begin with, but you can – and I know that Paul George has been playing good and Reggie Jackson's playing good. They don't have Serge Ibaka. They don't have um, Kawhi. But to me, that shows me that it's more Ty Lu than – anybody else because like Paul George don't get me wrong Paul George is balling Reggie Jackson's balling but I think that Ty Lue's the one that's pulling the strings giving getting them those open shots and I know that he's not the one that's like on the floor making the plays it's the players but to me it's just one of those things where it's like dude Ty Lue has solidified himself to me in these playoffs because up to this point I was like okay Ty Lue like you're a good you're an okay coach, but like I'd put Brad Stevens above you. I'd put um, like 
five, six, seven, eight more head coaches. But over this playoffs, getting them to the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi, without Serge, and people underestimate how important Serge Ibaka was to that Clippers team. Like, we're talking about a guy who has over 4,000 blocks but also has like 1,000 – no, I think it's like a thousand blocks and a thousand three pointers or something like that. Four thousand. No, I once once I said I was like, that's too. That is large. That is a large amount of blocks. Um, but he, like, he was Serge Ibaka, in my opinion, was kind of the the foundation of that Raptors team last year. And so when he came to the Clippers, people were like, okay, this is great. And when he went down, you got Marcus Moore, Mark. Marcus, Markeith? It's one of them. It's Marcus. It's one of the Morris twins. Um, He's stepping into your five and playing amazing. And, like, Like yes, everybody could be playing well. And, like, that could be on them. But it also could be a scheme thing where, like, Somehow, some way, Ty Lue is creating the plays where it's getting Paul George open shots, is getting Reggie Jackson open shots, is getting Markeith Morris or Mar- Mar- one of the Morris twins open shots. Yeah. But I, I, I think that Ty Lue would be my most valuable to the team because I know that um, Wayne Ellington, Dwayne Ellington, the Suns coach, uh, Monty Williams. Mm. <laughs> Who the hell is Ellington? Uh, I think Wayne Ellington's <laughs> coaching with the Tar Heels currently. Cool. Uh, I have no idea what I was going for. <laughs> I there. remember him, but Mont- I sure um, Monty Williams is a good coach. But if we're going stride for t- stride, I'm going with Ty Lue being the best coach out of these four teams in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what what I would go with. But speaking of playoffs and and kind of playoff experience um we are going to create a mount rushmore of playoff players all right and so i'm gonna let y'all vote on this do we so number one we can't have the same people as always okay Mm -hmm. but do we want to do all sports or just basketball let's do basketball just do basketball all right so who would like the number one pick I will take it if nobody wants it. Let Buddy get it. I'll get it. All right, go ahead. Michael Jordan. All right, do you want to? I mean, the only flaw I can see in Michael Jordan's whole playoff career, I mean, yes, he had some bad games. I think the biggest knock you can put on his playoff career was the 96 finals against the Sonics where – he almost blew that finals with like Gary Payton came yeah. back and was locking him up. Yeah. But other than that, like most points, most points per game all time for playoffs period. Most point, not most points total anymore because LeBron passed him up. But I mean, at the time, yeah, at the time he was holding that, and just I mean, he's just a champ, like a a winner. Like, yeah. I mean, I no question, no question about it. So. I, you want, can I get this number two? This is playoffs, right? Yes, okay. this is playoffs. Mount Rushmore, playoff players. So, <sighs> Michael Jordan's a good one. But he doesn't have what my guy has. And he has five less rings than Mr. Bill Russell. And so, I'm oh. going Bill Russell as my number one pick. 11 rings in 13 seasons. And you can say that it's talent. It's You can say this, that, and the other. But – 
ultimately you can't fault a guy for playing in the wrong generation. And Bill Russell was the cornerstone of the NBA. And honestly, without Bill Russell and that Celtics team, the NBA as we know it might look vastly different. Um, And so I'm going with Bill Russell. And the good thing about that is I get him as a player and as a coach. And Mm so we got a multi big brain moves, big brain moves. All right, Avery, what you got? I'm just going to have to go LeBron because of his consistency in the playoffs. Most top – most points in the playoffs all time. I don't remember how many rings he has. Is that terrible? He has four. Four. Uh, it's like what four and six. Yes, he has four and six. Four and in the six. Finals. But the whole decade of like my teen life, he's been in the finals every year. Yeah, like yeah. And nine. Drag, what what was it? Nine straight years of ten? being in the. Well, yeah. it, I know it's not ten because remember the first year he was with the Lakers, it, they choked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was eight straight because he's nine. Oh, it was nine? It was like nine to 2019. Actually, I think that Buddy might be right because um, or eight. the Cavaliers the first time. Oh, yeah I, yeah. I think like in like 2008, they won one and then they got bounced the next year. And then that's when he joined the Heat. I could be wrong, but he went either to the way, finals, consistency. Like I mean, you're talking years. about him pretty much dragging a team. Tw- that, that 2016, 2017, 2018 Cavs team – was arguably one of the worst supporting casts in a finals team history. And so like I, I'm with you on LeBron, that. LeBron, Kyrie, somewhat usable Kevin Love, and then Scrubs and Vets. Bring back yeah. fat Kevin Love. Bro, I've been saying this forever. <laughs> Kevin Love, you need to eat McDoubles again, and then you're going to be the round-bound, rebound machine. Dude, did you see he's on Team USA for the Olympics? I didn't know that. I haven't seen Kevin Love in action in two years. He's been playing. He played last season. Fake news. <laughs> well, False. All I know is he's he's on Team USA. Good, good for him. Yeah. Um. We're we're gonna run the table. Yeah, we sorry. we got like Jason Tatum on the team, and I think only like really good player we have is KD. We got dude. No. We, have you actually looked at it? I know I have. We got Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, and people are asking why Giannis isn't on the team. It's like, dog, Giannis is a Greek. Why would he play for Team USA, you idiots? <laughs> I actually have, like, a sleeper pick for uh, my next Mount Rushmore guy, but I don't want – Go ahead. Oh. You're, go back you get back-to-back. Go... Back. Oh, also, yeah, yeah. it is KD, um, Bam, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. Um, I like the guards better than the forwards. Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green. Shout-out Draymond. Your boy, Zach Levine. Uh, yeah. Drew Holiday, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum. No, bro, we actually really, got a squad. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just think having Draymond and Kevin Love there might be weird. <laughs> like for their, I mean, if Kevin Love's not playing like he used to, Kevin Love does not care. And then Draymond shoots with a backpack on, so like, I just don't like, <laughs> I don't like Draymond being on a team. But he's Kevin be Love's the, just worried about his mental health. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, good yeah for that's, him. that's why he doesn't eat cheeseburgers no more, Jacob. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. my next who pick. Who is your second pick? All right. Isaiah Thomas from the Pistons. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. Not this is a little that. sleeper pick. Uh, shut down Mike when he was young. Mm-hmm. Well, he was the leader of that team that ruined Mike's first few playoff runs, and they even dethroned the Celtics when they were at the yeah. slight decline of their uh, careers with Boston when they were doing their championship runs in the early 80s. They, they beat the stinking Lakers, the Showtime Lakers, in the finals. So, I put Isaiah Thomas as all-time playoff Mount Rushmore guy. 
or anyone from that Pistons team, but I'm going Isaiah Thomas because he was the most important player on it. Yeah. So I'm going with somebody who has the same number of rings as Michael Jordan, but he played in a different franchise, and that is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm. Um, and you could argue that like during the 80s, like Magic Johnson was the leader of that team. And don't get me wrong, like I, I understand your argument and stuff like that. But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar won it in the 70s, in 71, and won it in 1988. And so, like, this man yes. is a certified winner. I mean, when you're when you go 17 years from your first to your last one, yeah. like that's impressive in its own feat. Um, and we're talking about, and I know we're talking about playoff players, but like his regular season stats, like he has the most points all time um, above everybody else, above LeBron and probably LeBron will beat it in the next couple of years. But I'm going Kareem as my two pick. All right, buddy, you get back-to-back picks. So who would you right. like as your second and third pick? Second pick, I'm going uh, Tim Duncan. Oh, yeah. okay. Tim Duncan, I don't remember like his, his stat. In one of his playoff runs where they won the ring, I don't remember like his overall stats for that playoffs, but I think it was like 20, 15, 20 points, 15 rebounds, like three blocks or something, like just a crazy was stat line. the year they beat the Heat? Might have. Or is uh, this like earlier? I think it was earlier. I don't remember when, but I don't know. But Tim Duncan, like people forget, like he's a Ray Allen three-pointer away from being a perfect 6-0 and in the finals. Yeah, yeah. And – and people say, yeah, he was in Greg Popovich's system and stuff like that. But, like, you know, he was balling, like, from day one Facts. with David Robinson. Mr. Fundamental. Yeah. He took the Admiral's job. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, I mean, me personally, I think he's the greatest power forward of all time. Um, where does he rank top? Bro. Where, do, where does he rank in your see, top see, list? like, everyone forgets him. But you have to put him number one power forward, I feel. No, like, yeah. in your top, oh. like – all-time list. Because I, mean, I was thinking about this yesterday. I'm putting him six. When we did a top ten, I put him like eight. Yeah, he, he's at least in the top ten for me, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Where, where is Kobe on your top list? Where did I, I put him last time? Three. Yeah, I put him three. I, I have Kobe top ten also. I don't have him over. He would probably be like ninth or eighth for me. I have him as I'm I had him as biased, nine. okay? That's my favorite player. He said... Who'd you say, Michael was, or there LeBron was first? Michael and LeBron. There was no logic behind it. I just wanted Kobe third because I like him. Michael, LeBron, yeah. Kobe. I was like, hey, look, it's wait, a, a you can make You can make a case but for any argument. I will say yeah. that I had a hot take of my own. I said Steph 10. And Ooh. that that was <laughs> – I, I know that that's a hot take, but, like, number one, going to be heads and bounds, if he is not already – being the best three-pointer we've ever seen. Yeah. Number two, what he's done for the game itself of, like, before he became popular, like, the three-pointer, like, you had Ray Allen and you had, like, Reggie Miller and stuff like that, which they shot threes, don't get me wrong. But, like, I think without Steph Curry, James Harden wouldn't be the James Harden that we know today. Like, a Trey Young wouldn't be the same Trey Young that we know today. He yeah, made he, it popular. Changing um, him. And so I'm going – I'm sorry that we got sidetracked, but mm-hmm. that would be my – that's my number 10. Um, but who's your third pick? So you have um, – you got Mike and uh, – Tim, uh, Tim. Tim Duncan. Okay. And then third I'm going with the guy who was your second pick 
Magic's teammate in Magic Johnson. Oh, I was gonna get Kareem <laughs> and Magic on mine. Dang it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. There's not too much to say about Magic. I mean, we all know who he was. And then I think in his rookie year, he he Kareem got hurt and he like he started at shot. yeah, and like I think he started at the center mm-hmm. for that game, and then they won the. They won a ring that year. Yeah, he hit a game winner with Kareem's hook shot, I think. Yeah, I think so. That game that Kareem was out. Yeah, so just from day – I mean, from day one, Magic Johnson was that dude, and, like, he always showed up in the playoffs. So, Magic's my third. Okay. So, mine is actually going to be your sidekick from your first pick, and I'm going Scottie Pippen. Um, And the reason why is because I know that I overlooked some players, and I understand that, like – I could have got Kobe here. Scottie Pippen, the reason why I chose it is because, number one, certified winner. I mean, he he has five finals by himself. Um, Wait, wouldn't he have six? For some reason on this Wikipedia page that I was looking at, it said he only had five. But I don't know why he would – Scottie Pippen. Only has five rings? Yeah. No, he has six. No, he has six. I don't know. He was on on all those teams. Yeah. So – once again, this guy is a certified winner. And what a lot of people forget is during those two years that Michael was out, like, they still went to the Eastern Conference Finals. And, like, now don't get me wrong, I don't think they were ever going to beat the Rockets. That that Hakeem Elijah. It is Hakeem Elijah, yeah. One, right? Yeah, yeah. There was, a, there was a second where I was like, oh, I'm going to look stupid if I forget what I mean, his name is. But they won the year Michael was retired. The two years Mike was retired. The yeah. Rockets yeah. went back to back. But I'm going with Scotty. I mean, arguably the best defender we've ever seen. Um, he led them to the Eastern Conference Finals, even without Michael Jordan. Um, and that is a feat in itself. And I know mm-hmm. that it's a, it was a little bit more of a team effort. Um, Phil Jackson's good there. Um, you got... Dennis Rodman, who was playing good. You got all these other guys who were playing. Uh, Goo Coach, whatever his Coo-coach. name is. Coo- yeah. Coo- Goo Coach. Goo Coach. Um, but I'm going Scotty as my third pick. All okay. right, Avery, you get the next two. All right. This so is to final your, my, finalize your team. My third is Larry Bird. Okay. Three-time NBA champ, two-time finals MVP, MVP, MVP. Uh, the the in. The Nickelodeon valuable yeah, the, player? The, the Nickelodeon slime <laughs> champion, Larry Bird. Uh, no, Larry Bird. Everyone knows Larry Bird. Like, I don't know what else there is to say. Everyone who knows anything about basketball knows the Celtics and the Mad- uh, Magic. The Celtics and the Lakers. It was one of them every year, and yeah. those teams were Magic and Larry. Yeah. And Larry, like, was the best shooter in the league at the time. He kind of, in his own way, revolutionized three-point shooting for 80s basketball and made it a thing because everybody in the back then was pounding the paint. And he spread the floor and made the Celtics champions because they introduced that new way of basketball. Um, and in the playoffs, like, it took Michael, young Michael Jordan and, like, not even Michael, it took the Pistons because Mike had, like, his rookie games against them popping off, scoring 60 and, like, won one game at the Garden but then, like, yeah. lost yeah. the next. But, like, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Larry and Magic were the Titans of playoffs in the NBA back then and it took like a nasty Pistons team and a Larry being washed and a new prime Mike to take them out. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'd put Larry as my third. Who so who's your team? Uh LeBron, Isaiah Thomas and uh Larry Bird. You, you, you. Oh, my next one I was going to go Greg Popovich. 
Ooh, oh, that's a good one. Okay, yeah. Mixon. Yeah. Best I think he's the greatest basketball coach ever. Yeah. He has the best playoff record. Spurs were like a small market team and then he, they didn't miss the playoffs once until like last year. Yeah. And that was granted they had he had some of the best players ever, but I mean he was their coach and drafted them. Yeah. I think his record speaks for himself. So, I'm actually going with coach as well. I'm going Phil Jackson here. Um I mean, you can sit like he had Kobe, he had Shaq, he had Michael, he had Scotty, like had Dennis. Like I understand that he had some of the best players we've ever seen, but he, he still coached the Michael Jordan. He he still coached the Michael Jordan Bulls and that Lakers that went bro back to back to back. The personalities he had to juggle as a coach for both teams, yeah, for real, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dennis Rodman going out. Smashing Electra, <laughs> and Carmen smashing Electra. chairs on uh, WCW, yeah, and being in the Attitude Era, and then coming back and scoring two points and thirty-eight rebounds a game, like <laughs> snorting coke off strippers in in Vegas, Man. and coming back and locking up your team's best player. It had to be the Hinduism or the, Bud- <laughs> the, the, the Buddhism <laughs> that kept them that patient. I would have lost the, my mind. The, the zing, <laughs> what, what, what do they call him? The Zing Master? The yeah, the Zen master. The Zen master. Yeah, it's yeah. the Buddhism, not Hinduism. But you get it. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Phil, Phil Jackson, I mean, yes, he got, like, some of the best players of all time. But, I mean, he's still the coach of those teams. Um, and I think he has 11 as a coach. Yeah. I think he has six. He, he won, has he two won. with the Knicks. Yeah. So he, he has three with the Lakers, and then he has six with the Bulls. So he has 11 – Rings, who, I think. Who was the coach with the Lakers the two years Kobe won? Was it D'Antoni? I have no idea. It was D'Antoni, wasn't it? With um, I think Phil was there. With the Lakers? Yeah. I think yeah, I think it was Phil. I. That's actually I should know this because I like Kobe, but I know I think Phil was there for one of them, but not the fifth one. Uh, I th- I think Phil was he, there for all five. He mate, was. I think. How many How many rings does Phil Jackson? Well, definitely at least 11. Yeah. Or he's got six with the Bulls, two with the Knicks, so that's eight, and then three with the Lakers. So he's got at least 11, and he might have two more with the Lakers yeah. when they won. No, because they only won so one more. So he has 11 championships. So he has 11 championships coaching, and he has two championships playing. Um, so hold Oh, on. so he, he was there for all five then. Yeah, he retired, I think. The year after they beat the Celtics, and that's Man. when they got Dan Tony and tried to get Steve Nash and Dwight, and yeah, David Stern blocked the CP3 trade, and then yeah. Kobe got riddled with injuries, and then came back, scored sixty, and then traded their young core for LeBron, all that stuff. Yeah, he did. He did have five titles with the. Uh, Dang, dude, that's Man. wild. That's crazy. All right, so your good. last pick, my good man. My last pick. Uh, assuming that we're not, these players aren't like playing together. I'm gonna go with Kobe. Uh, Kobe, Kobe and Mike on the same team. Yeah, Just that, give me the ball, Kobe. Give yeah, me the ball, Mike. Yeah, that, that, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was saying like assuming they don't play on the same team because you know. But yeah, Kobe. Like, I mean, five rings. He he didn't necessarily play like insanely well. In like the Celtics finals, as far as like efficiency, but like, I mean, that was a grinded out series, and he just played harder than everybody else, mm-hmm. and you could tell that he wanted it. 
And I think that out of every player in NBA history, no one worked as hard as him. I mean, yeah. they literally started a movement like after him, the Mamba mentality. Ma- Mamba mentality. So like, I mean, I watched something the other day where it was like this guy going. Um, it was like before his first game, and he went into the gym at like three thirty. And he was like, I'm going to get ready. Like, I got to get ready for my first game. And Kobe was in there. At like 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And so um, the guy was like practicing, doing drills. He was there for like three hours. And then Kobe was in like – he was like, at this point, like, I'm done with my stuff. Like, I just want to watch. Like, I want to see what makes him good. And so he like – Kobe does it for like an hour and a half more. So he's been practicing for like five hours. And um, the guy goes up to him. I think it's like Jay Billis. Jay Bilas? Yeah. Sure. Or was it Derek Fisher? No, it was definitely Jay, Jay something. Um, but he goes up to him and is like, Kobe, like, how do you do that? Like, why do you do that? Stuff like that. And Kobe's like, I saw you walk in and I wanted you to know. That I was, no matter how hard you worked, I was going to work harder than you. And I was like, oh, Kobe, bro, that's hard. Dude, he's like a psychopath in the best way. Or he was a psychopath in the best way. Yeah. Yeah. So, my team, uh, I'm trying to remember my team. Can we do an honorable mention? Yes, but let me get my team out. So, Bill Russell, number one. Um, I had Scotty, three. That was my third pick. I had Kareem, two. And Phil Jackson, four. As my fourth pick, had uh, you had Michael and Kobe, Tim Duncan, yeah. and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan and Magic, and Magic, yeah. yeah. And I had oh, yeah, his team's filthy. Team. Yeah, and I had um, Isaiah Tom Thomas, uh, LeBron, Greg Popovich. Who's my third? Oh, Larry, yeah. Larry Legend. Yeah. All right, honorable mention. I was gonna say Carl Malone. Carl Malone, who never won a championship, he didn't win a championship, but he was. He always got to the finals. He just lost every time. Yeah. Yeah, because the West was so weak. Or that he was, like, one of the best players in the West. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. So, um, I'm going – my honorable mention is Red Arbach. Apparently, <laughs> he has 16 NBA titles, which is literally the most all-time. 16 – Oh, yeah. is he a coach? Yeah, he was oh. a coach for the Celtics back in the day. Or no, I think he was a general manager and team president. So I don't think oh. he was like a coach. But he was in the organization. And apparently, according to Google, he has the most. Yeah. Yeah, above Phil Jackson, yeah, too. If, so if, you're, if, you're you a gotta, G, if you're a GM and have 16 rings, you're doing something right. Yeah, for real. I, bro, he, I think that he was like part of the, the Celtics team like from like – Larry Bird to Paul Pierce and, and oh, yeah, that'll do and it. Larry, uh, all all the other guys. How many titles does like the Lakers and Celtics have now? They're tied now. It was I think it was seventeen sixteen, but when, now it's both seventeen. Yeah, this dude has been part of sixteen out of the seventeen Celtics rings. That's wild. <laughs> Red Arbach. I should have said Jerry West. Yes, Jerry West. Oh, yeah, West Jerry West. The good. logo. The hey, logo. You know, he's who the would... Clippers GM. Did oh, yeah, that's that. right. Um, who would your honorable mention be? Uh, I was going to say KD because I think he's the most, like, integratable superstar 
ever in the NBA. Like, you could literally throw him on any team. He's still going to drop a cool 30 points per game. And other than, like, when they blew the 3-1 lead, he's shown up in every single playoff series he's ever played in. So He wasn't on that team. No, I mean, uh, when they when they blew it to the Warriors. Oh, yeah. my bad. My when yeah, he yeah. was on the Thunder. Yeah. And then joined them the next year. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. Villain. <laughs> the snake, KD. So, uh, going back to what we kind of mentioned earlier, um, Chris Middleton, Batman, Giannis, Robin? No, ha- not at all. Kendrick Perkins, for the people who don't know, Kendrick Perkins said, um, Chris Middleton is the real Batman of that Bucks team, uh, and Giannis is the Robin of that team. The worst take ever, because if that was the case, Chris Middleton would have showed up last night. Also, I agree with you. Um, I, I think that it's stupid as well. Yeah. But this is kind of a sidetrack. It just popped in my brain. I want y'all to know that um, Scottie Pippen. I love Scottie Pippen. <laughs> he was on my team. But oh, Scottie Pippen stuff. saying that KD is not a team player, um, I think is one of the most absurd things that I've ever heard. Like KD didn't pass the ball that much because he knew that Joe Harris was shooting bricks. And so like, no matter who he passed it to, they were not going to win that game. Um, and so I, and Bruce Brown or whoever, Sterling Brown or whoever was on their team. Yeah. was he, like the only other person hitting shots. Yeah. And bro, anybody like you can't say that somebody's not a team player. If they played all 53 minutes, in game yeah. seven for their team. Yeah. And then in game five, played 48 minutes. And then game six, they played 40 yeah. minutes. I mean, like I talked about it two podcasts ago, but it's like, bro, like this man gave you everything he had. And yes, you might have said that he might have taken a little bit too many shots, whatever. But like, bro, when this man is going, like has 130 something minutes in three games, like Number one, that's conditioning at its finest. And number two, like, you've got to respect this man because yeah. he's giving the team all that he has. I mean, say Dennis and Scotty were both out and then Mike played the whole game and took a bunch of shots. Is Mike not a team player? Yeah. Because you don't trust Coach. Say Coach ain't hitting. Yeah. And then you got Steve Kerr and, like, two other sh- playmakers that you can trust that aren't scrubs. You know what I mean? It's the same yeah. equivalent. And Scotty is – he ain't been the same since Scotty. Future stole his wife. Yeah, I know. Future stole his wife. Oh yeah, Future Future bagged his wife, bro. <laughs> that, that's the PG way of saying it on here. <laughs> you know that song, uh, "My Collection" on his Hendrix album. That song is about Scotty Pippen's wife. That he added Scotty Pippen's oh. wife to his collection of women he smashed. Yeah, everyone Sc- knows that. Yeah, Scott. I don't. I don't know what's been happening with Scotty. I, I think like MJ needs to talk to him <laughs> or something. I don't, I don't my, man, my man Scotty got a long face. I don't even know if Michael cares anymore, bro. Like, yeah, like <laughs> I see videos of Mike on a yacht, like seeing Torres look at him. Like, is that Michael Jordan? He's like, hey kids. Like, yeah, like he he, he literally d- turned down the music to say sup. <laughs> yeah, like he's just living life at this point, bro. He's just golfing, and bro. He chilling. has so much, bro. He has like two billion dollars. Like he can yeah. do whatever he wants, yeah. and he gets to smack Malik Monk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I love seeing those videos of Malik Monk acting like an idiot, and MJ's just staring him down like I freaking hate you, <laughs> like 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 he's taking it personally that Malik Monk's having a good time on the court. Yeah, 
Imagine if you're a Hornets player, MJ's like at all your practices, and like he's just like fed up with you at how you're playing. Could you imagine how terrible it is that like the greatest of all time like hates you? <laughs> yeah, like that. That would just be like that would just be like when you miss a shot, you do that little like that stare. Weird, like, like, is he looking? Yeah, like, and he's just. <laughs> He's like, come on, man. Why are you taking half court shots? Yeah. You're not that guy, pal. You're not. <laughs> you're not but, that guy. <laughs> but, but back to like that Chris Middleton thing. Like, I think Kendrick Perkins. I think he's he's getting confused. He's getting closer confused with like a Batman because like <laughs> Gian- Giannis doesn't have like the skills to be able to close a game. But Chris and Chris Middleton does because I mean Chris Middleton can shoot and mm-hmm. he can like handle the ball and that stuff like that and hit free throws. But like with when Kyrie and LeBron were on the Cavs, like LeBron, Kyrie was usually the one that was closing those games. Like he would put the ball in Kyrie's hands and Kyrie would be the one taking the shots because Kyrie is just um, able to get more offensively than LeBron would be able to. Mm-hmm. And LeBron more often than not passes off to the team, but Kyrie's the one who gets the bucket. But Kyrie wasn't Batman. Kyrie was Robin. Bro, I'd say Giannis is like a Thor or a Hulk. <laughs> just a big dude imposes his will. And Chris Middleton's like Hawkeye. Yeah. Not really it's a pairing sh- like Batman or sure. Robin, but if we're comparing, it's just like pinpoint accurate. What's the word? Meticulous. When he's on, he's pinpoint, but he's yeah. meticulous the way he plays if you watch him. He's just I don't know. I don't know how to describe the Bucks. Like when they're on, they're on. When they're not, it's ugly. I think it's I think it's just their coach. Cuz like cuz like the Bucks, there's no reason they shouldn't I I honestly think there's no reason they shouldn't have swept this series cuz like if if they're missing a ton of threes, like it's the coach's job. Like yes, the players are smart and they should know, but yeah. it's the coach's job to be like, "Okay, no more threes. Mm-hmm. We literally have someone who can get to the paint whenever he wants. Just go and like, if you keep missing free throws, so be it. Like, get them in foul trouble. But it's like what Chuck and Shaq were saying. Like, the Bucks are like the most annoying good team to watch because they don't play to their strengths at all. Yeah. Or no situational like, like you had. I saw like game three. Giannis was backing down Trey Young and like got forced into a fadeaway. It's like, bro, you should not be getting forced to a fadeaway by Trey Young if you're like seven two. I don't know, man. Just dunk the ball. Yeah, dude, just turn around. All right, so I was looking this up while y'all were talking. Um, I got the all-time points leaders in the playoffs. All right, I'm. I want you to. I want to see how many of the top ten you can get. So okay. well, we this know is, one. Yeah, huh? we know number one. Yeah, which is LeBron. Yeah, LeBron has 7,600 points. The next person down has less than 6,000. That's literally 1,600 points below, like 1,600 points below LeBron, which is insane to me. All right, so who's number two? Is it Mike? Michael is number two. All right, let's just keep going down the list, and I'll tell you if they're on here. Kareem? Kareem is three. Um Kareem has about 200 less than Michael Jordan. Carl Malone should be on there. Carl Malone is seven. He has 4,700 points. I'll let you guess. I'm sorry. Kobe? Um, Kobe Kobe Bryant is four. Um, Kobe has 5,600 points. 
Go Dirk. Oh yeah. He might Dirk. not be Dirk top is ten. Not he Dirk is seventeenth. I was about to say he's seventeenth. Oh. Um, Tim, Timmy, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is six. Okay. Um, was fifty one hundred points. So oh. right now you have one through four, six, seven. So we just need eight, nine, and ten. No, you uh, need five, eight, nine, and ten. Yes. Shaq. Oh yeah. Shaq is five. Yeah. Shaq has fifty two hundred and fifty points. What about Wilt? Wilt is 20 with 3,600 points. What? There is one person who is modern on this list, and then the other two are old. Charles Barkley? Charles Barkley is not on this list. Um, what about Larry? Uh, Larry Bird is 13 with 3,900. Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade is twelve with thirty nine fifty. Yeah, it, Allen Iverson. That's Alan, a stupid. That was a stupid guess. Ignore that. Yes, he is not. Yeah, on yeah this. he shouldn't even be on that. Line. There's one that's still playing. That's in eight, nine, and ten. One that's still playing in eight, nine, active and 10. right now. Is he old? Um, somewhat. Y'all should know this. Old. We just talked about him. Um, Derrick Rose played fifty three minutes. I, I know it's not Derrick Rose. Oh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant oh. is number ten with wow, four, which is actually he is three points behind Jerry West to he, take over take over the ninth spot. Jerry West is number nine, by the oh. way. So he's uh, got, I guess, eight. Yeah. Yes. Is this really obscure? Um, I guarantee. Yes, yes. I don't think that you'll. He's a big name player, but it's before Michael. Is it Elgin Jordan. Baylor? Elgin Baylor is a good guess. Um, El- Elgin Baylor was is on. He is nineteen. Um, is he a Laker? No. Oh, is he a Celtic? He no. I he could have been in some. I just have to ask if it's one of those two. Is it John Havlicek? Okay. No. But I, I pr- he is fourteen actually. Oh. So, um, to be honest with you, what about uh, Dominique Wilkins? No, uh, Julius Irving. Doctor J. Julius Irving oh, is yeah, number I eight. Say that. That's what I was thinking. I will bet every dollar in my bank account that you will not get eleven. Yeah, uh, you'll probably keep Wait, your money. Can you? He has won at least. Three championships that I can remember, maybe four. Modern, old, two thousands. Steph, it is not Steph. He is one of, he is number eleven, and he is one of four players in the top twelve that is not in the Hall of Fame. Vince Carter. No. Jason Kidd? No. I will give... He... I'm, this is going to be too easy. But Tony Parker. That's believable. Tony yeah. Parker has 4,045 I mean, points. I'm sure... He is number 11. Where's Manu on there? He's got to be on there, right? 
He, I mean, he was on all those. James teams. Harden's yeah. number twenty-one, by the way, in case anybody's wondering. Mm. Steph's number twenty-eight. James Harden has more than Steph. That's wild to me. Um, Kawhi is number thirty-three. Russell Westbrook's thirty-eight. Chris Paul is forty-three. Clay is uh, Clay is forty-seven. Paul George is forty-eight. Isaiah Thomas. Um, Pistons Isaiah Thomas is 49. I thought for some reason he would have more than that. Um, Carmelo is 74. Dwight Howard, 77. Nice. Um, Rajon Rondo coming in at the big 99. 99. All right. That list is probably interchangeable. Like They're like two points apart. Yeah. All right. Now, next one. Oh, boy. You have to give me the top. 10 single game points leaders in the playoffs like like most points in a playoff game yes like who did it or the point total uh just who did it lebron's one of them lebron is actually not in this the top 12 that i see i know mj has number 1 mj has number 4 number 1 and has three number 7s so in the top twelve, he is on here five times. What a Man. what a beast! <laughs> All right, uh, Kareem. Kareem is not on here. Wow, Wilt. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain is tied for number four with fifty six points. To, ans- beast, to answer oh. your question, um, Michael Jordan had sixty three points. That's number one. He had fifty six, which was number four, and then he had fifty five three different times. Um, which is tied for seven. I okay, like, I feel like Dame is up there. Dame is seven. He he is he has the other fifty five. Yeah. So there are two more people that you have not named that have have had fifty five points in a playoff game. Um, there's one more person that you have not said who has had fifty six in a playoff game. Number three is has had fifty seven in a playoff game, and then number two. Had 61 in a playoff game one time. James Harden? James Harden is not it on here. What? Devin Booker had 61 at one point, but it wasn't a playoff game. No, no. Russ? Russell? Westbrook? No. It's Kobe. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. What? Shaq? No. Magic? One, I will tell you, one of these guys are actively playing and is fairly young. Is Eric Gordon on here? No. I know it's a random question, but I swear he had a 50-burger in the playoffs. Um, You said is you said is young? Yes. Um, Luca? No. I don't, yeah, I don't know. CJ McCollum? No. I don't know. This is really hard, actually. Yeah, happened, happened last year in the bubble. Last year in the bubble? Oh, he's the Pacers guy. No. Oh, oh what? last year in the bubble? What was Oh, the, Donovan. Donovan Mitchell had 57 points. He was number 3. And then Jamal. Uh Jamal probably is on this list somewhere. I just have the top 19 and he is not on there. Oh. All right. Uh, so you're missing I'll give you number 2. Number 2 is an old guy. An old guy. I think he's synonymous Julius? You said it. You said it um, on his – the career playoff totals. Um, 
Dominique. No. Career playoff totals. He said it. I think so. And it wasn't. You said it wasn't Dominique. It was not. Who could it be? I don't know. This man played. Well, no. This man played for the Minneapolis slash Los Angeles Lakers. He played 14 years with them. Jerry West. No. He he is on this list a little bit lower on the list, but he is not. Um, he actually just died in 2021. That was Elgin? It was Elgin oh, Baylor. yeah, yeah. Elgin Baylor had 61 points one time. Um, all right. Go. So, so, number four. Tied for 56 points. This guy was... Never got a ring because of Michael Jordan. Carl Malone. Uh, Carl Malone is on this list a little bit further down, but it is not who I'm talking about here. It's not Jerry West. Uh, Why would I say Jerry? uh, John Stockton. No. Oh, I know this one. It's Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley at 56 points. I didn't mean to steal those spots. I'm sorry. (laughs) You have two more in the top 12, and both of them are tied for 55 points in a playoff game. One is very well known, and one you would never get. So I'm going to tell you the one that you'll never get. Rick Barry in 1967 had 55 points in a playoff game. Don't know who Rick Barry is. Don't know who he played for. He, but Rick Barry played for the Warriors. Yeah. Sure. Go. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think he was either the Warriors or the Hawks. All right. Yeah. May have been both. I don't. I don't know. Um, this one is has become synonymous for the early 2000s. He never won a ring. I know this. I'll let you figure it out, though. You you can say it. I was Allen Iverson. It is Allen oh, Iverson. That, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. So, the last the last thing before we get to talk about other sports, we're going to talk about how NC State got screwed. We're going to talk about that because no major media outlets covering it. Um, but we are going to have a, a five can, – can you take the notebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do your spin the wheel. Let's go. And we're doing all-time NBA players. Let's this go. Is fun. And, and it's going to land on the team, and then I just have to choose a player from the team, right? Yeah. All, all, yeah. Right. This yes, is, but here's the thing, is that you cannot take the same player twice. So say, for instance, it goes to you, and you it's the Bulls, all right? And you mm-hmm. got Michael Jordan. If it lands on the Bulls for me, I can't pick Michael Jordan. I got to pick somebody else. Yeah. All right. Um, and we do it the way we do it is like a snake draft. Snake draft, but point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, six man. Okay. And six man doesn't have to necessarily be a six man. It could just be like the yeah. best available. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, buddy, I will let you go first. I'm spinning the wheel for you. All right. And your first team is the. Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers. Danny Green. I'm gonna. <laughs> I want to save. I, I want to save the shooting guard spot just in case I get lucky. So I'm gonna go with the old Paul. I'm gonna go with the Paul George Indiana Pacers. I was okay. gonna go with Reggie, but I, I'm. Tr- I want to get lucky with the shooting guard. Uh, I'll I'll let you go next. Okay. Um, you have the Toronto Raptors. Chris Bosch. Okay, that's a good one. All right. 
My team is the. Should have gone Vince Carter. Cleveland Cavs. Mm. I got prime LeBron, baby. Wow. Uh, Powerful or small? Uh, small. Okay. LeBron. LBJ. Um, so I'll go again. Um, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> um, I'm actually going with. I'm actually going with young Chris Paul. Okay. When they were the new New Orleans Hornets. Hornets. Yeah. Name made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have the Miami Heat. You cannot pick LeBron. Uh, oh. You, oh. D-Wade. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. I mean. So, if they've been on. So, you can't you can't. It, it the can't same. Be, yeah, it can't be same the same player, person. Yeah. Okay. Even if it's on different teams. Okay. So, you have the Mavs. The Mavs. I'm going Dirk. Dirk. Obviously. Yeah. Luca. <laughs> Ooh. That's what. Nah, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk. Um, you have the magic. The mat. Ooh, Shaquille O'Neal. Ooh, okay, young Shaquille O'Neal, skinny Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. All right, uh, Avery, I go to you. You have the. You have the Spurs. Kawhi. Okay. Ooh. Do you? I already have Chris Bosh. So. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I want to save my center. Like I'd love to have Tim Duncan, but. All right, I'm okay who do I have right now? Bosch. Yeah. Uh, you got CP3 and LeBron. All right. This is going to be a controversial pick, but I think CP3, I'm going to move him to the sixth man because I just got the Golden State Warriors, and I'm going Steph. Yep. Okay. And your next one? Is the New York Knicks. I'm going with Patrick Ewing. 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 All is right. ING? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um a- Avery, you have the magic. Penny Hardaway. Okay. Yeah. Penny Hardaway is underrated. I was gonna go prime Dwight Howard. Yeah, that's good too. I Bro. mean Penny was nice though. Alright. Penny on this team's actually kinda dirty. Penny, D Wade, Kawhi, and Chris Bosch. Oh yeah, yeah. You got the Clippers. The clip. Oh man, <laughs> you can't get CP3, <laughs> and you already have a power forward and a. Center. Oh man, I mean, you could For use your six man. Ooh, spot. six man, Lou Will. Oh, lemon pepper, Lou Williams. All right, I'm surprised you didn't get Blake Griffin. Oh, that yeah, that's true. Sorry, the Chicago Bulls. No, you have the most goaded team right now. Am I putting him in your shooting guard? No, that's it, oh, that's oh, that's me. Yeah, oh, Michael yeah. Jordan. <laughs> I told y'all that shooting guard spot. You were smart. Okay, <laughs> now he has the best team. <laughs> All right, so here, once we get done with my lot, my next pick. Okay, um, you're up, by the way. But okay. say what the teams are. You have the Heat again. He's got Shaq. And I already have Chris Bosh, and you have LeBron. Shane, uh, nah, bro. Mike Miller. No, no. Let me think. Udonis Haslam. Heck no. Um, they had um, Tim Hardaway, and then uh, I think they had Alonzo they, also. Yeah, I'm gonna put Alonzo Morning. Oh, that is my center. That one's tough. Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. So what what do I need? You need a shooting guard and a power forward. Okay. What team did you get? The Knicks. Put Mello. I'm putting Mello at the shooting guard. Ooh. 
Be mis- be mismatched. Oh, you can do that? Yeah. My bad. It would be a matchup problem. All right, so tell us our teams right now. So right now, Jacob's got Steph at point guard, Melo shooting guard, LeBron at small forward, no power forward, Pat Ewing at center, and CP3 as a six man. So I just need a power forward. Yeah. I have Penny Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, Kawhi Leonard, Chris Bosh, Alonzo Mourning, no six man. Buddy has no point guard. Michael Jordan, Paul George, Dirk, and Shaq. And Lou Will as his six man. Yeah, I don't it, think the Lou Will is a good pick. You don't think so? I but I think that like the Shaq the like the Shaq Michael thing. Yeah, Shaq and Michael yeah. would have been would have been nasty. Alright, my last one. I have the Spurs. Put Timmy D in this D. Let's go. <laughs> he's, I think he's got the best team. All right. Uh, Avery, you have the, as your last one, you have the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> I don't know whether you listen to it, but one time we did this and Avery just got like terrible teams. Ta- Avery's never had good luck with this. And so he started going with an all prison team. I, uh, um, <laughs> he had Ricky, he had Ricky Williams, OJ Simpson. I uh, traded Barry Sanders to Connor cause he didn't deserve to be on my team for Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone on my Dang. team was convicted of like murder or it was either like it went to jail or got murdered. Yeah. Dang, man. I think I had another player that got killed. Rip. All right. So who's your Hornets guy? Kimbo is my six man. That's, okay. That's, I mean, that's not bad. Like, who else am I going to pick? Like yeah. Gerald Wallace? Who, or who a, does he need? Or a, a point guard? For? Yeah. Yeah. Point guard. 76ers. AI. Okay. Dang it. <laughs> All right, so y'all definitely I, have the best teams. I have a I have a pretty ball dominant team though. Yeah, my got, team's gonna have no ball movement. <laughs> you, you got, I so I so you literally even like Dirk is a, like a post up <laughs> player and Shaq too. Yeah, and Lou Will, your whole team's ISO. <laughs> <laughs> you got Allen Iverson, MJ, Paul George, Dirk, Shaq, Lou Will. I got Paul Penny. George might pass the ball a little bit. Yeah, I a little bit. A little. <laughs> I got Penny, D Wade, Kawhi, Chris Bosh, Alonzo, Kemba. I got like all defense except Kawhi for Kemba. shuts down everybody. <laughs> yeah, and Jacobs got Steph, Carmelo, LeBron, Tim Duncan, Pat Ewing, and CP3 off the bench. I think you I, have like the best like team like cohesive team. Yeah, but if we're going straight scoring, like. Dude, like if Shaq, Dirk, and MJ on the same team. Dude, mine over. is mine is actually like a logical starting five. <laughs> like <laughs> if you built like a fantasy team or like yeah. on two K, like yeah. Penny Prime, like all these guys in their primes, Penny, D Wade, Kawhi, Bosch, and Alonzo, that's a pretty dirty team. Yeah. I've always wanted to do like I, I wanted to have us five and do the same thing, but just like straight up, mm-hmm. like starting five plus six man but like i think it would be fun to like no wheel but like you have to create a starting five plus six man but it would be like me you connor adam maybe hopefully next week we can do that because i think that that would be cool because like obviously lebron wouldn't be in the second round or something and so by the time that you get to the fourth or fifth round and somebody's already taken four power forwards you're like Shit, who do I take? <laughs> like, so I think I think it would be cool, but that was fun. Would y'all have it? But you had all these questions for me on Sunday. Do you have any other questions that you want to get aired out on the podcast? 
man, I'm not not off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I I mean, I just been watching basketball, bro. I haven't really been, you know, keeping up with much in the sports world. Oh, speaking of the sports world, so. The NC State thing. NC State got oh, robbed. Oh, yeah, yeah. NC State got robbed. Like, explain that to me because so, I, I don't what know. what happened was is that in the College World Series, there's a winner's bracket and a loser's bracket. So, NC State was in the winner's bracket. And uh, Vanderbilt, they had already beat Vanderbilt and they sent them to the loser's bracket, right? And so, in order for Vanderbilt to go to the actual World Series, the championship, Vanderbilt had to beat NC State twice. Well, because of COVID and stuff like that, it came out, I think it was like Thursday or Friday before the game, that two people had tested positive on the the NC State team. And so, because of tracing and everything like that, NC State was only able to put together 13 people to play Vanderbilt. Oh, I did and hear about that, yeah. Vanderbilt is the best team in the country, right? But the thing about it is, is that like 13 people, you can still play. That's fine. But when you're talking about a regular team having 25, 26 guys, like you just lost half your team, half your pitchers, half half your starters, whatever it is. But NC State loses three to one. Well, now it's even because Vanderbilt had to beat NC State twice in order to move on. NC State only had to beat them once. Well, Four more people ended up testing positive for COVID. And so the NCAA said, this is a no contest. NC State has to forfeit. And so Vanderbilt automatically by forfeit went on to the College World Series. Um, And they won game one a couple days ago. Um, Mississippi State won game two. And I think game three, the final game for all the marbles, is either tonight or tomorrow night. Um, But it's just one of those things where like – I somewhat understand where the NCAA is going because it's like it's kind of like VCU in the March Madness. Like they had the same type problem, um, but and who knows? Like people might have got COVID earlier on in the tournament, and no one knew. No one knew, or the NCAA said, "Hey, it sucks. Like I'm sorry that this happened to you, but they had to be consistent in their ruling or something like that." Yeah, but. It's one of those things where you hate it for NC State because, like, they were the underdog story. They were unranked. Vanderbilt was ranked literally number one in the nation. And so they had already beat them once. The Cinderella story was they were going to possibly get to the World Series. Um, and then it all comes crashing to an end. And it's one thing if you get beat. Like, if you get beat at full strength, yeah. like, the other man deserves to win. But – for a no contest, it just it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and I hate it. And I hate and I understand why the NCAA did it because, like, I think all in all, total, I think there was like eight positive cases, and so like they didn't want any more spreading. They didn't want any more spreading, and we're not going to get into the vaccine issue. A lot of people are saying that it could have been because people didn't get the vaccine, but we're not going to get into that. Um, but it's just sad, like. A lot of people were saying, "Hey, NC State, you or NCAA, you need to postpone this." But with that, you lose a lot of the 
ticket sales because you have to give them refunds. Um, you have to put the entire tournament on hold for two weeks. Like not only the Vanderbilt NC State game, but also the Mississippi State Texas game that happened. Um, and so you got to put that on hold. Um, and so it was just one of those things where like NC State got screwed. Um, and I don't know whether. I'm not one of those people who are going to automatically blame the NCAA because I think the NCAA tried to do what was best yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Um, but it, it just, just sucks. It sucks. And it's, but the reason why I have a problem with it is because everybody, all the sports media outlets, um, ESPN, other than maybe Barstool Sports because Barstool Sports is like, they, they're anti-ESPN. But ESPN, like... They portrayed this College World Series as like Vanderbilt, the number one team, the defending champions. They've like destroyed everybody in their path. And it's like, bro, like they got here on a DQ. Like they got here on a no contest. It's not like they got here because of their sheer will and their superior pitching. Like you beat a, a severely handicapped NC State team the first time. And then the second time they got no contest. And so don't pretend like, yeah. They've had this dominant run where, like, NC State very well could have beat them at least one time out of the two times if they had full full strength. Yeah. But, I mean, it sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but Hopefully they bounce back next year. Yeah. And then beat them for real. Also, another – so we could also do it if you want to come back on the podcast. Um, spin the wheel. We could also do football. That's one of the funnest ones. Because yeah, that's the most you, intense ones. It, hey, I tell you what, that's where he got screwed, and that's where he started the all prison team. Um, but <laughs> he traded Barry Sanders for Ricky Williams. He, he didn't deserve to be on that team. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> Barry Sanders was just like, what is Bro, going on right my, now? My running back room was Ricky Williams, OJ Simpson, and Barry Sanders. Yeah. I mean, Sounds that, about right. Other than the NC State thing, only pretty notable thing that's happened was Serena Williams got hurt in her tennis match. Oh yeah. Uh unfit field conditions or something. Yeah, so I I heard that like two people they were on the main court. It was Roger Federer's yeah. Roger Federer's opponent and uh Serena Williams both got hurt. Knee, both knee like injuries. pretty much knee injuries. Um but I don't know like it was it a fluke like No, they like slid and Serena tried to play through it but she couldn't. Yeah, anymore. but like is is that like the like did the grass need to be cut like because it's not like a clay it's it, it was grass so I like, think it was so run down from people playing on it and there was no traction and she they both like slipped and hurt their knee like homie's knee looked like it exploded well did you Ooh, see I own. yeah and did, apparently that happened to a girl um, that was playing today but she like did a split. And it was, like, the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, extending? Yeah, so, she, like, she like her <laughs> my, right my knee foot, just popped. <laughs> her right foot slipped. And so, her left foot, like, went like this. And then she, like, hit it. And it was still in play. And I was like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> are you going to die? Speaking of tennis, this has nothing to do with the injuries. But I think it's the coolest thing when they go between their legs and score. Yeah, I like when they do that. Like, when they're... They'll be like... And put the backspin on it. Yeah, but I like tennis is just a big game of ping pong. Correct. True. Big brain. <laughs> big brain. And like when I saw it on Instagram, like it said, like 
Serena Williams and the other guy was like they had injuries that and they had to like retire. And I was like, yeah, no, that it so, confused me at first. Yeah, so what that means is like they just had to retire from the match. Like they oh, had to like yeah. forfeit. Oh the my match. god, I that would have shook me up too. I'd be like, she's retiring now. <laughs> yeah, like, Serena Williams. But other than that, uh, Lionel Messi's a free agent with making six hundred million over four years. My dad asks this all the time, and and the reason why I bring this up now um, is he he just became a free agent. You said it. You said it, didn't you? Yeah. The six hundred. I think it was six hundred thirty-seven over four years. That contract just expired. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't think anybody's worth that kind of money. To be honest, um, I don't care whether you Lionel Messi. I don't care if you the Queen of England. You do not. You are not designed to earn a hundred and thirty something million dollars a year. That is not fair. <laughs> And that's not even including like endorsements, his, uh, yeah, endorsements and stuff like that. But my dad asks this all the time. Do you think in our lifetimes we will see a billion dollar contract? Maybe. It just goes up every year. It wouldn't be like a billion in a year, but it'd be like if it's going to happen, it'd be soccer or baseball. Yeah. I think that if it was going to happen, it would happen in soccer. But the only thing is, is this Lionel Messi thing, the four year $600 million, like that is so out of this world compared to every other contract. Whereas, like, you have, like, Patrick Mahomes getting 400 mil, but that's over, like, 15 years or some 13 like, years or like something like 10, that. 10. I think, it's, I think it's 13. I know it's at least 12. It's like a 10-year extension. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, Two yeah. years yes. left on a deal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Some, something like that makes sense. But I don't know if we'll ever see a – billion dollars because in order for that to happen they'll have to be in the league for at least 20 years um and so i don't know if we'll ever see it but i mean you you are correct like every year it does go up it's got to be a soccer player that's like the next messi or ronaldo that is taking the world by storm and literally like breaks out like 20 years in the future when everything's just crazy expensive contracts like that and we're like 40 and he gets like an eight-year, one billion dollar deal contract with, with Barca, and then we're like, back in my day, back in my day, Lionel <laughs> Messi made six hundred million for four years, not a billion. <laughs> you dadgum yeah. infrareds! I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Once I once I started, I was like, well, my original thought was inbreeds. And I was like, let's not say that. <laughs> and so we had to recover by saying something. Well, and so I was like, you say infrared. In something. Infrared. I raise you ultraviolet. <laughs> I raise you the rainbow. Happy Pride Month. Oh, yeah. End this podcast. Hey, that's the name. End of the podcast. <laughs> okay. Right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.